time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Month of November, hot chocolate, and a small cameo of a child's face. Imperfect only in its solemnity. And these are the improbable ingredients to a human emotion. An emotion, say, like fear. But in a moment, this woman, Helen Foley, will realize fear. She will understand what are the properties of terror. A little girl will lead her by the hand and walk with her into a nightmare. Episode number 29 of The Twilight Zone was a Nightmare as a Child. And uh, once again, let's just marvel at the fact that there were 29 episodes in the first season of The Twilight Zone. Uh, we're still not done yet. Uh, I, I, again, I think we, we said it in the in the past couple episodes. Nowadays, you're happy if you get 13 in a season. Uh, there, were tw- there were 36 in the first season of The Twilight Zone. Uh, well done. Uh, 1960s television. I wonder why that was. I don't know because, like, it, it seems to me that like 25 ish episodes seems about right because that's like on half the year, off yeah. half. Yeah, but that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, 30, 36. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's maybe nine months. It is. Yeah. So I, I, I guess at the time, television was still sort of finding its way. So yeah. Not quite sure. And, uh, you know, to their, um, you know, to their, to their credit, like you wouldn't know that uh, an audience is going to come back uh, if you, if you take six months off. That's very true. You wouldn't know for sure that that's the case. And also there weren't reruns back then. So that that may have had something to do with it too. But uh, Nightmare as a Child uh, focuses on uh, uh, Helen Foley, who we learn is a school teacher. And uh, she's coming home. And uh, one thing that, uh, again, there's always dumb things that jump out at me. She gets off the elevator in her apartment building. (laughs) There's a stairway right there that this kid is sitting on. So, like... It was the elevator added later, and that's why they have a stairway right there. Because it's usually not the case. I mean, usually buildings obviously have a stairway, sure, in, in case the power goes out, or or in in the case where uh, where I live, the elevator is literally uh, Guinness Book of World's Records, uh, the slowest elevator on planet Earth. <laughs> so sometimes you just want to go ahead and take the uh, the elevator. Um, so I I understand why you have one in the building. I just don't understand why it's right there. Aside, aside from the fact that the script had said little girl is sitting on the stairway. The twilight zone is just a world where things happen in apartment stairwells. It is. I mean, that's the, that's the place to be in, in the twilight zone. It's um, like, uh, I think friends is probably the only other, like right outside the door of somebody's apartment is the only other show where like, maybe 10% of every episode. happened. <laughs> yeah. I think there were entire episodes of friends that were just in the hallway. I think you're right. Uh, so she meets this, uh, this kid who um, apparently uh, comes from the, the Keith Conrad school of stoicism because she doesn't uh, show any emotion at all. She's kind of sitting there. Oh, hello child. <laughs> um, 
but uh, she seems to to know Helen and uh, uh, know strange things about her. Which, uh, by the way, we learned that uh, Helen hates marshmallows just like me. Uh, I, I hate actual marshmallows, but I like the uh, the marshmallows in cereal. So now, do you do you hate like you hate them like they're disgusting to you, or you're like, eh, I, I just don't prefer them. Uh, they're they're kind of disgusting to me. Interesting. Okay, but but again, the the like the stale, crunchy ones that you would find in cereal. Sure, those are great. Like, charms, those are fantastic. They're but just like compressed actual, sugar. Yeah, actual legitimate marshmallows Mm-mm. take several seats. They're just, expensive too. Who needs them? Ex- exactly. So Helen and I are on the same page there. One thing. And, one thing about Helen. Um, and anybody else who's faced with this uh, uh, situation, um, don't invite random kids inside your apartment. How about that? That was one of the uh, one of the notes that I made. I mean, does Helen invite everyone she sees sitting on the stairway or uh, coming into her apartment, or is it just the kids? And I'm not sure which is worse. Especially if they seem to know things about you. Just nod, <laughs> smiling politely. Homer Simpson, smiling politely. Just like, just smile wave and move on with your day then you're safe exactly and and wouldn't you end up on some sort of like QAnon watch list <laughs> if, if you were inviting small children into your apartment oh they're gonna they're gonna refer to your apartment as a pizza place basically exactly and um <laughs> so, so you know regardless of the situation again you know as as we've said in in many episodes they're trying to tell a story here. They're trying to do it in 22 minutes. Yeah. And I have to truncate things. So let's just accept the fact that she invites a strange small child into her apartment <laughs> and just move on from that. One thing they I, they did do a good job, I think, of cramming an entire movie into one episode. They did. There's a lot to the story. Like, there is. I, I think to, to your point, there's been like movies that are – uh, if not completely ripped off Twilight Zone stories, certainly like inspired by them. Yeah. Uh, here I am, you know, I ripped off a movie for my novel and and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sitting here criticizing people for making movies based on Twilight Zone episodes. That's Righteous but, Might by Keith Conrad. Exactly. Yes. Um, so she, as she's uh, she's talking to this kid, as, uh, as uh, we learn, she's uh, the kid is named Marky. Um. We also learned that uh, uh, when she was a child, uh, Helen was also called Marky, which begs the question, how does someone named Helen Foley get the nickname Marky? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, mm, middle name? No clue. Yeah, yeah, it could be. The better question is, how does somebody write that? <laughs> what, what, what were the writers thinking? Well, my guess is that um, uh, so Rod Serling actually named Helen Foley the character after one of his uh, teachers in school. Oh, okay. So and maybe so my, my my guess is that he decided he was going to name this character after Helen Foley, and like he probably knew someone who also a separate person who had the nickname Marky decided he was going to use that also and just sort of crammed the two together. That that would be that would be my theory for how that happened. I think you're probably right. 
Oh yeah, Helen. obviously I spend way too much time thinking about these things. <laughs> Helen Foley was the name of a beloved teacher of Serling's at a Bingham, Binghamton High School, and the, the main performance theater at the school is named after her. Huh. So, so apparently she had an impact on more than just uh, Little Rod. How lovely! And also, I might add that uh, uh, in Twilight Zone, the movie, uh, when they're doing the uh, the the, they're sort of modern day version of it's a good life yeah that character is also named helen foley and i believe she's supposed to be a t-shirt too oh yeah you're right uh so terrifying terrifying apparently a lot of people named helen foley in the teacher business (laughs) and these aren't the ones that are going to hell right and uh uh also somehow being named helen you end up being called Marky. So so Marky is uh, enjoying her hot chocolate without marshmallows when suddenly uh, she senses that somebody's coming and it's not going to be good. And that's when uh, Selden shows up and she, uh, uh, Sel- Selden actually, may be more creepy than Helen inviting a small child into her apartment because... Like he keeps talking about how he knew her when she was a little girl and she was so beautiful and he had a little crush on her. And he's he's talking about Helen when she's the same age as Marky. So like there there's 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 creepy people all over this episode. He bounces back and forth from being a Bond villain to creepy as hell. And I don't know what's worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I mean, you're obviously not supposed to like the character because it, it turns out that he killed uh, Helen slash Marky's mom. Yeah. Um, but like from the moment he shows up, he's just not likable. It's like from the moment he shows up, you're supposed to realize this is a bad guy. This is a bad guy. They really do beat your head over, uh, beat you over the head with that. <laughs> Which probably stems to once again they have 22 minutes in order to tell a story. So. They, they, they can't be coy with the audience. <laughs> it's true. Um, one, one thing that, that jumped out at me about this is, um, you know, like I, I get repressed memories are a thing and something, something bad happens to you. You're probably, you know, at a, at a young age like that, I, I could see you just not wanting to think about that and eventually forgetting about it. So it's, it's, it, it's not that, not that far fetched to me, and 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 also, uh, once you're once this guy re-enters your life, remembering that it, it doesn't seem too far fetched to me. So you know, I, I I don't know if any psychologists have written about this, but might be the most uh, most logical Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> I um the only the only hole that I think I could punch in it is. If Selden knew that one day she would recall the murder of her mom and realize that it was him, A, just murder, murder Helen Foley while you're murdering the mom so you don't have to make two trips. Right. Yeah, it's just a lot more work. (laughs) Or just don't ever visit her if you know that your interaction with her is going to trigger that memory. Right, because if anything was going to remind her of you killing her mom, it's you showing up. <laughs> and being creepy as hell. Right. 
yeah. So obviously, uh, a Selden is not really uh, uh, not, not not really thinking this through. Which which I I I say that uh, you know makes a lot of sense because if you're actually good at thinking things through, you probably wouldn't murder someone. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know. You know, and actually, I was. Uh, <clears throat> I, they they don't look too far away in age, which is why, like when he said, uh, um, <clears throat> when he said, "I had a crush on you when you were a child," that is uh, just even saying that, even quoting somebody saying that is creepy. Um, but it looks like unless you're, you were like literally the same age, and you say, "I had a crush on you when we were children." Just that- do that. But it looks like he was at the time of, of filming. The actor who played Selden was 53, and the actor who played uh, Helen Foley was 29. So 14 years older, 24 years older, 24. Yeah, 24 yeah. But, but I'm, I'm sure if they had given uh, Helen Foley an age in the episode, they would have said that she was 19. Yes, that's how they do with things in the Twilight. <laughs> and Selden would of course be 35. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 53. For no reason whatsoever. They just decided Absolutely to Absolutely no reason. Um yeah, so so that's um there, there's a lot of there's a lot of tension, like almost from the minute um from the minute uh, uh Marky is enjoying her hot chocolate. <laughs> there's a lot of tension in that episode. Did you get did you get that sense too? It's a it, it's a it's a it's a real thriller. Um, I mean, it is. It, it, this is nowhere close to my favorite episode, but the um, I I do appreciate what they did because I mean, again, they could probably this could be expanded into like a full length feature film. I, I think it really could, yeah. I mean, um, it wouldn't be good. It would telegraph the ending the entire way, the entire time. But like, you know, you spend 15 minutes like uh, telling the story about how something happened in Helen's past. You spend another 15 minutes like, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you, you could stretch this into 90 minutes, I think. So I, I appreciate the storytelling, but um, and and like you said, the tension uh, that's in it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I Something just bugged me about about everything it it, it kind of ended like psycho like the the last oh, couple shots yeah um you know one one thing is um you know I, and i think i mentioned this with uh an early episode i think it was judgment night where yep. um like so much of that episode is taken up with him speaking very slowly <laughs> and repeating himself two or three times <laughs> While doing it, so so he's like um, in, in uh, WKRP when uh, during the Turkey Drop episode, uh-huh. and uh, uh, Les Nesman is reading the the sign on the the helicopter, and he's like, "Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, WKRP." <laughs> And, and, it, and it literally, literally that should have taken like two seconds and it takes him like three minutes. <laughs> We're in the same situation here where, you know, even though, as you said, like you probably could stretch it out into a good uh, feature like film, the, the way it was done. Um, most of the uh, stress and tension is, uh, is, you know, brought upon by the fact that they're all, they, they all have a hard time getting to the point. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. I, I, literally all of them, like, like the little girl, she's trying to be coy about the point that she's making. Helen uh, doesn't quite want to admit anything. And, uh, and, uh, Peter Selden, he's, he, he obviously doesn't want to uh, intentionally jog uh, Helen Foley's memory. So yeah, that's what I, I, I wrote down. Like, um, <laughs> I wrote down, uh, yeah, we get it. The girl, like you the girl is you. And then, <laughs> right. and then I went back, I wrote down, he's the killer. Right. And then every time, like it was obvious that Selden was murdered Marky's mom. Like I put another question mark. And so there were four question marks after <laughs> he's the yeah. killer. Right? Like, how many, how many times can, can one person mention, uh, Hey, remember that time your mom died? Like, <laughs> Where they're seeing you for the first time in years. Also, when like they have the flashback of of the mom getting murdered, little little Marky, original little Marky, um, seems really at peace to be waking to a matricide. What good matricide? Just <laughs> side note. Um, it yeah, seems like she, she's just oh okay, my mom's dead. Right, right. Until and it basically seems to be until, um, you know, like he he starts to come after her. Then she she starts screaming. But but yeah, at the time, like if if I if I was that young and I heard my parents struggling, you know, a, a parent struggling in the other room, I'm probably going to go see what happened. Oh yeah, probably see if I can do something about that. But no, she just kind of she kind of sits up and watches it. Just here, like, just here for the ride. Yeah. You know, one thing that that jumped out at me uh, as I'm watching this, uh, and and obviously I've seen this me- this episode many times, so sure. um, I, I'm thinking this pretty much right from the beginning, as opposed to after the reveal that that Marky is actually her. Uh, if you ran into yourself as a child, would you recognize yourself? Um, <clears throat> now, yes, I think in modern times, yes, because. I mean, school photos and stuff gets shared on Facebook. Um, also, I, I just looked like the fat kid from the Sandlot. Uh, still so do. Every time you see the Sandlot, you're, you're like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel like I probably would. If uh, I ran into myself in, if, if I was an adult in the 60s and maybe, you know, photography was a little less... Um, uh, all around us uh, in, in like the forties and, and, and the thirties. Um, maybe not, maybe not. How about yourself? Um, I think that I would, uh, you know, and, and actually within the context of the twilight zone, uh, Martin Sloan recognizes himself. In, oh yeah. Uh, true. Now he's actually literally putting his name into a, <laughs> into a, a, into a piece of wood. So it's kind of obvious that it, it is Martin Sloan, but um, he does recognize himself. So I, I don't think it's possible. That's another episode where people, adults are just too eager to involve the, the, themselves in the lives of a, of a random kid. Like, doesn't he like, like uh, he runs up to some kid who falls out of a tree and like picks him up or something like that. Oh no, he, uh, there, there's a, there's a kid who's up in a tree and he starts joining the the au pair in uh, unacceptable, uh, unacceptable in in, uh, in yelling for him to come down. Creep. Yeah. Just keep walking, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 
yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, he, <laughs> she, she doesn't, uh, you know, Helen doesn't doesn't put it together until he pretty much beats her over the head with a photo <laughs> of his dad. Like, I, I feel like at the very least, if I ran into myself as a as a young child, I would be like, you know, you actually look a lot like myself. I'm sorry you're going to be plagued with that for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, surely, surely. And she's supposed to be educating our youth. Can can you believe that? I still want to know where Marky came from, but I, I guess we'll never know. We never will. Miss Helen Foley, who has lived in night and who will wake up to morning. Miss Helen Foley, who took a dark spot from the tapestry of her life and rubbed it clean. Then stepped back a few paces and got a good look at the Twilight Zone. Gabatron?